everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and today we have a very special guest. Her name is Asha Daya, and she's actually with Girl Talk HQ. And Asha, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for coming on the show first off, and it's really a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for having me, Maddie Rose. I'm um, really excited to be here with you today, chatting about Girl Talk HQ and so many other things. So uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So Asha, to start off with, tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. Oh, where do I start? That is a very loaded question. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, as you can tell by my accent, I am from overseas. I was born in the UK. I was raised and educated in Australia. I've been living in Los Angeles for the past eight years. Um, I am an American citizen now. I'm Indian by ethnicity. Um, I'm kind of like this worldwide woman and I've been working in the media for about 11 years as a host and producer and I'm very passionate about women's rights, gender equality, feminism and female empowerment. So that's basically me in a nutshell. (laughs) That's great. It's so nice to hear that you're so diverse and you know you have many different aspects of part of you that make you unique and you said that you've been working and like hosting and different things like that. What was your experience like? It's been definitely varied. I started when I was 19 back in Australia in my last year of, uh, I, I was I think I was about 20, 19, 20, 20, in my last year of um, university. And I started out doing a lot of kids stuff, pop culture, music, entertainment. And the, the market in Australia is definitely a lot smaller, but I had some really, really amazing opportunities. I was nominated for a couple of awards and I had a really great time. When I moved to LA in 2008, um, I worked for Nickelodeon for um, a couple of seasons on a show oh, and wow. then the economy crashed. And so that changed the industry and the world, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, ever since that, I've been working um, in, a, in entertainment in a different capacity. I've, I was kind of forced to kind of think outside the box. So I branched out into producing and writing and blogging and um, doing a lot of stuff online for companies like MySpace and MSN and the TV Guide Network and, and other smaller websites. So my experience has been varied, but I've also been very, very lucky to work for big names like Fox, MTV, Disney, Nickelodeon, ABC, and, you know, companies like that. So I'm definitely very, very fortunate. That's great. And yes, it's so much fun, you know, hearing about all of your experiences and, you know, those opportunities, because like you said, those are some pretty big names. So so just to kind of throw it out there, it's like, wow, you have a ton of experience. And um, also, when did you begin blogging? I know that you said that was kind of a part of your story. You began blogging, had to kind of step into that realm a little bit. I know that can be much different from, you know, typical hosting and producing and different things like that and kind of, you know, sitting down being a writer for, say, in front of your computer. So tell me about that. That's quite interesting I have to say. Thank you. Um, yeah, blogging was is definitely something more recent that kind of came into my career. I'd never really thought about it before but I have definitely written my own scripts and you know I've definitely been interested in topics but I never thought blogging was my thing um, and I kind of was forced into it in the sense that the industry has been changing a lot and the digital world has been growing in so many different ways. So I got into blogging in, I started GirlTalkHQ.com and at the end of 2012 because I wanted to kind of create this platform for women to talk about like female empowerment and stuff like that. And it was hard to find other websites out there that had the stuff that I wanted to put in. Mm -hmm. So I just created something 
with a bunch of content that I wanted to see and that I felt needed to be included. So that's kind of how I started blogging. That's great. And so you mentioned the Girl Talk HQ and, you know, that's a big thing. That's what your website is based around, um, kind of where, you know, we got to know a little bit more about you and then also a main reason why we're here today. So tell me kind of the story about Girl Talk HQ. And like you said, I know you mentioned the content wise. Just give us basically the 411 on that. So Girl Talk HQ, the, the basic premise is that it's a daily uh, news media website for women uh, but the difference is from all the other websites is that it's all positive, it's all inspiring, it's all empowering. There's no negative stuff, there's no cattiness, there's no, you know, what did she wear, who wore it best, there's none of that. Every story that we put on there, every um, blog post that women write, it's all about sharing stories, sharing something that's hopefully going to empower someone else. It doesn't have to be breaking news, but it's current news, it's um, their more evergreen stories. And the idea is that women and men, we I actually do get surprisingly a lot of male readers and I've had oh, wow. some guest blog posts from men, which is awesome. Nice. I definitely want to include them in this conversation. But the whole idea is that it's creating a conversation about like, don't we want to see more positive and empowering stuff out of the media? You know, there's no shortage of negativity. We look at reality TV shows. We look at magazines. It's all about, you know, who's better than me and who's better than you and all that kind of stuff. It's like, why don't I wanted to create a community where people are like encouraging each other despite being so different, basically. Yeah, and that's a great thing to, you know, point out. One of the things when I was on your website, the thing that stuck out to me literally right under, you know, your your title right there, Girl Talk HQ, it, your headline is a daily news blog dedicated to female empowerment and inspiration for millennial women. And I just was kind of like, wow, you know, this is truly for women's empowerment. And I think it's really great to have that. Because like you said, you know, you see a lot of negativity and it, it's nice for a change to see some positiveness come out of it and really to, you know, drive by that. Yeah, definitely. And I, I should also point out, even though it says millennial women, it's mm-hmm. definitely women of all ages. I've had a lot of women outside the millennial bracket writing to me and wanting to share their stories. So I'm definitely all for that. And yeah, I feel like a lot of media aimed at millennial women, especially is, you know, forcing us to be divided and to choose a side and to pick which category you fit in. Whereas the older generation, you know, they've got people like the Oprah's and the Susie Ormond's mm-hmm. and the Ian Levanzans. And so, so they've got this whole community going. And I feel like we need that for the younger generation too. So I'm hoping to be somewhat part of starting that. No, that's absolutely fantastic to hear. I feel like, you know, with the bloggers that we see on like YouTube, like beauty bloggers, for example, is just something that pops in my head. You know, there are a lot of teens that watch that as well as other content by other YouTubers and they all typically have their own blogs. And yeah, it's just, I feel like it's, it's starting to trend and there was, you know, Tumblr and different things like that, that teens are getting yeah. into. So you're right. You know, we kind of need those outlets as well to kind of drive us in another direction. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. So also, I was going to say, you know, for your overall inspiration of Girl Talk HQ, it, what do you think that it was more so because you wanted to do that empowerment as well as, you know, you started blogging yourself? Or was it just kind of always an idea that you kind of felt you had? Well, it was an idea that I've been pondering for probably the last three or four years, maybe even five years. And but I just didn't know what exact form it would take I knew I wanted it to be called girl talk or girl talk HQ Mm -hmm. um at first I was thinking oh maybe I should you know I work in tv maybe I should pitch a tv show or a talk show (laughs) or a panel show or something like that and when I spoke to my agent he loved my idea and I'd come up with this whole treatment and he was like 
The only thing is it's really hard to pitch a TV show, a, 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 um, a talk show, unless you're a celebrity. And he's right. I mean, all the talk shows today on TV, they're all hosted by celebrities, which is fine. Um, but I also felt he was a bit negative and kind of like deterring me from doing this idea. And I was like, all right, well, screw this. I'm just going to create something in the digital world because I feel like the digital world and digital media has become the great equalizer where even just a few years ago to get on a, to, to host a big TV show, they'd pick a celebrity over someone like me any day. But now it's like, well, now we're looking for people who are interesting and creating content and creating their own spaces out there on the internet. And that's, I really feel the digital media world and social media has done that and has enabled people like me to create something that they want to see and they want to do and not just conform to the standards of broadcast TV or film and stuff like that. So I, that to me, that to me is really exciting. Mm-hmm, for sure. And like you said, you know, social media in itself, it's really great that, you know, people are getting more technological these days because you don't necessarily need to be neighbors, you know, to contact one another. You could literally yeah. be across the continent and still connect, you know, two people together, whether that's over Facebook, blogs, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's just a great thing that has kind of come about. And like you said, you know, to that the contest and the purpose of everything, um, you're able to outreach, even though maybe you're not a celebrity yet. Yeah, I think that's, you make a really good point. I mean, I've had women from all over the world write to me and say, hey, I love your website. Can I share my story of, you know, having an eating disorder or, you know, whatever it is, like relationship stuff. And to me, that's the most flattering part because it's like whatever I'm putting out there, it's resonating with people and that's that's really huge. So, yeah, I, I love that we can connect with people all over the world in an instant. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, Asha, it looks like we're going to have to take a quick little break, but okay. we'll have some more questions for you right after. So keep it right here, everyone. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. We're back with Asha. So, Asha of Girl Talk HQ. And, Asha, we were talking about, you know, kind of how Girl Talk HQ started, a little bit about your background, what the inspiration was behind it. And now my question for you is, how fast do you think Girl Talk HQ is growing at the moment? Um, 
Well, I will say that it takes a while to build up a blog readership because there's so much noise on the internet. There are so many different types of blogs. It's a matter of um, being persistent, being consistent, and just putting out good, unique content. Um, in terms of our readership, I feel feel like in the two and a little bit years that we've been around, it's grown in ways that I never would have imagined on social media as well as on the blog itself. I view social media as just an extra free way to market the blog. So I don't put as much emphasis on just that. Mm-hmm. Um, my main focus of content is the blog itself. And we've been getting really great numbers just even in the last couple of months. And I've learned a lot of stuff as I go along, you know, how to do search engine optimization and how to maximize my reach on social media by using certain hashtags and um, ha- learning how to advertise and monetize different things. So I'm definitely learning as I go along and it's, it's really exciting. But um, I feel like if you're open to learning things, it can grow um, in ways you never expected. And especially the type of audience that I'm getting, I, I didn't think I would be getting as, as many men reading it. I think I have about a um, 45, 55 split, mostly, mostly women, but that's such a high percentage of men I, I didn't expect. So that's kind of cool as well. No, that's awesome. I, I love that, you know, the men are getting involved with this too, because you always want a nice demographic. And the yeah. fact that they're also supporting this mission of like female empowerment and inspiration and, you, you know, just all that good stuff. It just goes to show that this really is, you know, a step in the right direction. Yeah, and I, I definitely believe that men have to be part of the conversation because they also suffer from eating disorders and body mm. image issues and relationship stuff. And, you know, they're, they're definitely part of the conversation. And because my website is all about positivity and there have been articles about men's body image and sure. a male perspective on street harassment, mm-hmm. I, I, I hope that they think, well, this website isn't bashing men. You know, they're, in, they're being very inclusive, which we definitely are. So mm-hmm. I'm glad from the response that we're getting. Absolutely. And tell me, Asha, a little bit about some of your key areas of content on Girl Talk HQ and who exactly writes the content that we see. So I have, um, I write a lot of the, some of the daily news stories. I have guest bloggers from all over the country, sometimes different parts of the world, who submit different stories, write about different topics. Um, so it varies. I mean, I don't have such a rigid schedule like, you know, the Huffington Post or the New York Times. Mm-hmm. We, I kind of, you know, just make do as we go along because we're still growing and, you know, figuring things out as we go along. Um, but the main focus of our content, we have a women's representation in the media, um, you know, how women are represented behind the camera and in front in film, um, media, in broadcasting, all of that kind of thing. Um, women's representation in specific careers such as science, tech, engineering and math, um, in politics, in the healthcare industries, um, women doing social activism and, you know, involved in social justice, you know, women who are sure. creating organizations that are helping women in third world countries, things like that. Mm-hmm. And also body image is, is a big focus for us because there's such a huge move, movement in fashion, in advertising to change the narrow definition of what a, of what a woman's body should quote unquote look like and what the narrow definition of beauty, quote unquote, should mm-hmm. look like too. So those are our core areas that we focus on within our content. 
That's great. I like how, again, how diverse it is. You know, it's covering many different areas of aspects. You know, sometimes it's not just like, oh, it's just entertainment. No, not right. at all. You know, it's lifestyle, relationships, et cetera, et cetera. Everything yeah. you could basically put your finger on. And that's really great because then people are more easily relatable to it. And they yeah. also see that they can connect with it. Yeah. And the, the other thing that I love is that women, I, I'm always looking for women to share their story um, the crazier, the better, because I feel like, there's, you know, we go through these things in life and we feel so alone because when we look at the media or we look around us, we're like, no one else is talking about this. Everyone's talking about Kim Kardashian. Everyone's talking about fashion. It's mm-hmm. like, I want these women to share their stories because I feel like the more we share it, the more we empower other people and the less alone we feel. So that's another area I forgot to mention that sharing, being a platform for women to share their unique, powerful stories is definitely a huge, a huge part of us. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that too, because as you mentioned, you know, this is real stuff. This is their yeah. own stories. It's not something that, you know, a publicity stunt or whatever the case may be. You know, sometimes you yeah. hear some crazy stories and you're like, all right, you know, what do I believe on that? But these are real people coming from, you know, real life situations and they just want to, you know, help an- another person out necessarily. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And so the other thing I was going to ask is, can anyone start a blog? I, I heard there are some blogging misconceptions. You know, people are a little hesitant to get into it. But actually, a lot of people are actually looking into start blogging and possibly pondering that idea. Yeah, I think if you want to, if anyone out there wants to start a blog, please do it. I would highly encourage it because there are so many different types of blogs you can start. I mean, you could start a content blog. My, a lot of mine, is all of our blog posts are, are written. You could start a photo blog. You know, when you're on something like Tumblr, Tumblr is a great place to start because it's free. Mm-hmm. There are different types of posts you could do. You can have written stuff. You can have visual stuff. You can have audio. It gives you a wide variety and you can try out what works for you, what you like doing, what you don't like doing. Um, so I definitely would encourage it. Uh, and the, the thing that I recommend most about blogging is that you've got to find a schedule that works for you, you know, because you, you want to be consistent with your posts, find the platform that works for you and find your niche market. And what I mean by that is find the topic that you care about, that you're passionate about, that you're interested in. Don't just do whatever everyone else is doing. Fashion blogs are really popular. Mm-hmm. Some people make a lot of money from their fashion blogs. Don't do that just because you want to make money. Do something that you actually care about because the good thing about blogs and the reason why some people make money off them is because they're being authentic. They're, they're truly talking about something they're interested in. Um, and it takes time. So I, I would say start. You know, Don't hesitate. Just start. Put it out there. See what works. It's trial and error. And you know, go from there. That's great, though. And so you would basically say, you know, blogging can be recommended to anybody through any, like you said, any interest. It's not limited just to fashion or to entertainment no. or whatever have you. It can literally be about yourself and your passions. Yeah. I mean, there are so many different types of bloggers that I've come across. I've seen mommy blogs where they talk about, you know, raising children and the different issues that moms go through. I've seen daddy blogs where dads talk about the issues they go through raising children, whether they're stay-at-home dads or not. I've seen women talking about, you know, working in the business realm and what it's like to be a businesswoman. I've seen, you know, uh, filmmaker blogs. There's, there's so many different types of blogs. You don't have to be limited to what is out there. And even if you don't find any blogs that you're interested in, that's even better because that means you should be the first one to start a blog about 
goldfish bowls or whatever it is. <laughs> yes. And start it because I guarantee you when you, there's a saying that I've often heard, build it and they will come, which means that if you've got an idea, there's nothing stopping you because there's so many free resources now on the internet. Build it, they will come, and I guarantee you you'll see that there are more people who want to hear your voice to, for whatever you have to talk about. Yes, and I love that not just because you mentioned goldfish bowls, but <laughs> that was a great point, though. You know, literally, you just have to kind of, you know, do a little bit of research, some digging. If it's not out there, then you can create it. Even more power to you. So you're so yeah. right about that. And yes. backtracking slightly, I know you said that don't just do the blogging because you want to make money, which is true. You have to be passionate about it. You want to yeah. invest yourself in it. But I do have heard in the past that you can make money on blogging. Is that true? Absolutely. I actually worked with a guy um, who makes six figures off his blog. Now, I wow. used to work on, I'll divulge what the, who this person is. <laughs> I used to work on a show called America's Next Top Model in production. And one of the judges on that show a couple of seasons ago was a fashion blogger called Brian Boy. He's originally from the Philippines and he lives here in, in New York, not in, not in LA. Um, he's been blogging for almost a decade. So he started blogging back before it was the popular thing it is now. Mm -hmm. So he gets invited to all the fashion weeks. He gets paid by brands to post about, you know, clothes and whatnot. That's a very, very extreme example. But on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, if you, if you just started a couple of years ago, or even if you're just starting today, you can make money off your blog. But I will say that shouldn't be the number one motivator to start a blog, unless your blog is about how to make money. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, and there's so many different ways you can monetize it. You could, you know, if you get enough readership, if you're getting hundreds of thousands of um, views every month on your site, you could be reaching out to brands and saying, hey, let me promote your, your shampoo product because I have a huge audience. Or, uh, and this is the case with me, I have a lot of marketing companies reach out to me saying, hey, we'd love you to promote our client. We'll pay you to do um, a sponsored post. And mm -hmm. a sponsored post is... It's also called native advertising where they write a blog post and they include links to their clients, whether they be like health companies or fashion or products or whatever it is. Um, and that's another way you can get paid for doing a blog. You can also get paid by putting advertising on there. I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of websites, you see little Google ads and they change every now and then. Yes, that's um, true. <laughs> they don't make a lot of money, um, but that is one way if you're, if, you know, if you've got a huge audience. Um, and you could also get paid, you know, from another bigger website or another bigger company who may like what you're doing and say, hey, let's do a, a blog, let's do a crossover series where we'll pay you X amount of money to promote this product over a period of 10 weeks. And there's so many different ways you can monetize uh, a blog, which I'm still learning even today. And it's very exciting because it's not just, you know, like the old way of doing things. You get a paycheck and you do a job and you go home. It's like, it's changing so much. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Those are some great tips, though. And um, we'll continue this conversation in our next segment. But we're going to take a short little break. So keep it right here. You're listening to The Thing. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. 
Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kid's perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. It's kids and cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our Welcome show. Welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. So we're still talking with Asha of Girl Talk HQ. We're having a really great conversation about, you know, how blogging can also be a monetary supplement to you so you can make money off of it. If you've ever heard that, it is true. There are many different ways for it. Uh, but like I said, you have to be passionate about it. You got to get into it and it'll be worth your while. But Asha, tell me a little bit about your blog. I saw that you had a little tab on there on Girl Talk HQ, the website. And just what do you discuss on there? I'm kind of curious about that. Um, you mean for the advertising or for just in, in general what we talk about? In general, I would have to say, because you have that little tab, Asha's blog. Oh, right. Yeah. So I kind of have my own personal uh, blog post that I write about on the site kind of like a letter from the editor you know when you look in a mm-hmm. magazine and there's a letter from the editor um, at the beginning of the magazine so I try and write personal blogs and to be honest I'm going to admit I haven't been keeping that up because I've been so busy with other stuff <laughs> no worries that has been um, taking my attention but every now and then I I find a topic that interests me personally that may not necessarily be the number one thing we'd post about but I feel is still important to talk about um, to women so I've spoken about subjects such as You know, if I, you know, if women want to get married and have babies, does that mean they're not a feminist? And just different discussions that Mm -hmm. I want to engage um, women with. So that's kind of, that's my Ashes blog segment on the, on the website. No, that's absolutely great. And I love, like you said, you know, it is that kind of letter from the editor, if you will. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's just kind of connecting with your audience and the people that utilize your site too. And I saw on there, I actually watched a few of the videos that you made and you do little segments on different topics. And I thought that was really cool because it's kind of like a face-to-face experience without, you know, actually being right in front of you. Yeah, I try to do, um, I, last year I, I made a commitment to doing a vlog series because I feel like video content is very, uh, is very is a really really great thing to do if you you know if you have a blog or if you have something that you want to promote online vlogs are really great because people are more likely to watch video content I believe um, so it's just another way for me to connect with my readers and talk about issues in a more conversational way that I that perhaps would be written with um, you know a blog or writing about it mm-hmm. so uh, the last couple of topics we've talked about are. are is the term plus size empowering or is it negative? Uh, I've talked about, you know, what's the difference between girl power and feminism? Are they the same? Are they different? Which, which label would you prefer? So it's just another way of bringing um, current topics to um, my readers and, and to engage with them and get their opinions as well. Absolutely. And I like what you said, you know, vlogging. It's, I feel like it's such a popular thing now and you're seeing more and more of it come out and about. And it's just like you said, another conversational way to connect with your audience and your readers, uh, you know, still going along with your blog and your idea and everything. But that video aspect is definitely something that people like to sit there. They like to watch it. Yeah. And the great thing about YouTube and vlogging is that you don't have to have a full on production set up. You don't even have to have a high def camera. If you have something to say, just start vlogging or blogging because specifically with videos, the great thing about the YouTube community is some of the most popular channels, you know, some of their videos are grainy. They don't necessarily wear a lot of hair and makeup. There's no uh, expert lighting. It's just them talking on camera about a subject. People don't care because they know they're not watching broadcast TV. They're watching videos on the internet and they care more about the content than they do the visuals necessarily. So if that's stopping you from 
becoming a vlogger, I'm telling you now, don't let that hinder you. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. And, you know, speaking of content again and, you know, blogs and everything, do you have any blog inspirations like bloggers that you actually look up to and, you know, kind of check in with every now and then? Yeah, I do. I, um, I don't have a lot of female empowerment blogs because there's, uh, there's not as many, which is kind of why I started mine. There's not yes. as many out there doing <laughs> what I'm doing, but there's a few that I really love and who are friends of mine. One is called Feminist Wednesday, and it's run by a girl in New York called Erin, and she's um, launching a documentary called Dream Girl, which is all about women in business. And their website's really great, and they highlight different women each week doing amazing things for women. Um, there's another one called Onward and F Word, and it was started by another friend of mine called Jacqueline, and she's very into examining um, the way that women are treated in politics and women in politics and that whole space, you know, talking about reproductive rights and healthcare and education. So um, that's a really great blog if you're interested in those topics. I Her posts are always very thoughtful and very in-depth. Um, another one that I like is Cupcakes in Cashmere. That's oh, a that's very, awesome. very, yeah, that's a very popular blog. And I like <laughs> it because um, I'm not necessarily into that kind of uh, subject matter, but it's interesting to me. I love her layout. I, I just love seeing the way that she's gone about creating a business. And Emily, the girl who runs it, she makes a living off her blog and she's got these big deals with big brands, I believe. And um, I, I love just seeing how she's created this business for herself. Um, and I'm trying to think of another blog that I, I also really like. Um, I think those are the main ones for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Oh, actually, sorry. There's one more. Yeah. It's called uh, We Scream Loudly or Scream Loudly, and it's run by two sisters, again, on the East Coast. So there seems to be a lot of um, East Coast blogs that I love. Yes. <laughs> um, and they're all about promoting the things that women are doing in the uh, artistic and creative space, so whether it's creating a blog or a film or an art project. They're all into promoting what women are doing because they feel that a lot of women have been left out of the mainstream creative artistic spaces out in the, there in the world so that's what they want to promote which I think is really awesome yes and as somebody you know who's learning a lot from you right now with like the blogs and everything I have to say it is truly interesting that you can have that creative aspect and all of the bloggers that you just mentioned they're all like totally completely different ideas but they're all on blogs and yeah. I think that's very cool very cool to look at yeah it just shows you how powerful um, your voice can be if you, you know, you just start blogging and see what happens. Absolutely. And, you know, kind of taking another turn, I know we talked about, you know, like companies and partnerships and et cetera, et cetera, the media being a big thing now. Um, I see that Girl Talk HQ is actually on the rise and it's hitting up some press time. So how excited are you, you know, to be sharing your message and actually offering, you know, the opportunity to blog to many people? I'm so flattered when it, whenever anyone reaches out to me and says, hey, we want to promote you or we want to interview you, we want to feature you somehow. I mean, even just being on your show today is is very flattering for me because it, it, it gives me an opportunity not to promote myself but to promote this movement and to promote this site. And for that, I'm truly grateful. And it also means that it also confirms to me, all right, what I'm doing is the right thing and it's obviously resonating um, with the right people. So that's always a good thing because when you start your own business or your own idea or your own project, you never know which way it's going to go. I mean, is it just going to fail miserably or is it just going to be this viral thing? I think mine's somewhere in the middle where it's, it's slowly on the road to success. And I would say even where it's at now is successful because I never imagined, uh, for instance, I'm going to be f- featured in um, a really great 
mag- quarterly magazine called Brink Magazine, who've wow. had some really big celebrities in their magazine featured um, from Gossip, Gossip Girl actresses to um, an actor who's in that show, Veep. And now they're doing an issue uh, dedicated to girls who are doing amazing things in media and entertainment. And they asked me to be featured, and I was so flattered because I've never been in featured in a magazine for my website. I've done things, you know, on other TV shows that I've been in, been featured in, you know, women's magazines in the past. But this is the first time where a major magazine's reached out and said, hey, we like what you're doing. Can we feature you? And to me, that's just, it's just confirmation that people like what I'm doing and I'm doing something right and I should continue. So I'm, ve- I'm definitely very flattered and honored. Absolutely. Well, I commend you for everything that you do. Like you said, you have a lot of experience. You're teaching me a lot as well. So again, thank you for coming on and, you know, sharing all of your experiences. Um, I guess the next question to kind of go through is what is the greatest thing that you've learned through blogging and Girl Talk HQ? Because like you said, it was kind of a journey. uh, But now that you're, you're here in the moment and like you said, you're on the pathway to success, it's interesting to see what you've learned so far. Oh, what I've learned so far. I've probably learned a lot of things. I don't think I've ever, ever, ever actually taken the time to sit and think what I've learned. So I'm glad you asked me this. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I've learned is things that I'm passionate about. So when I started this blog, I knew I wanted it to be positive and inspiring. But along the way, as I've collected bits of data and looked at um, stories that I'm passionate about and written articles, I've really figured out what my folk, what I really like to zero in and on and focus in on and that's really cool to me because I feel like even though I created the website, I've learned a lot from it and the community that's been built around it and the, the men and women that respond to me and write to me and are part of this as well. I've, I've learned a lot from other people. And I, I, I've learned that more importantly, and maybe this is just something for me being a host, um, you know, I was always taught being a host is about it's kind of like being a traffic cop, you know, it's not about you, you're not the center of attention, you're there to direct the, for the you're dire- there to direct the attention of the audience to the person you're interviewing or the thing you're talking about or throwing to an ad break or something like that. Mm-hmm. So for me being a host and now being a blogger, it's the same kind of thing. It's not necessarily about me, it's about the content and the the actual media and the news and the movement. So to me that's exciting too because I don't nec- I've never wanted to be famous. I don't want to be famous. I want it to be I just want to be known for the thing that I'm actually doing and I feel like that's happening and so yeah, I'm definitely learning that that's a, a good way to go about business if you're, you know, if you're in the media and you're starting a blog. Just that's for me personally. You, you know, if you want to start a blog and be famous if anyone out there, that's totally cool too. I'm just saying this is what I've learned and it's definitely been an interesting journey. And I'm sure there's other things that I've learned as well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, I, I will add one more thing. Another thing that I've really learned is how to engage with people. So when I'm, you know, when you're talking to your friends or from your own social media account, you can be whoever, you can act however you want. But I've learned that when I'm writing from my Girl Talk Twitter account mm-hmm. or the Facebook account, I really have to be more uh, inclusive and I've learned how to communicate with people on a different level because, you know, I, I, I can't get angry and all this kind of stuff. You know, people are going to have differing opinions and it's how to manage that and how to balance it without um, isolating people's different opinions and that's definitely something I'm still learning. But I feel like I've done a good job of allowing people to share their 
opinions, whether they're for or against whatever it is that I'm posting. And I like that. I like that people feel comfortable enough to share um, a negative or a positive opinion and know that they're not going to be ostracized from, you know, our Facebook page or our blog. So that's another huge thing I've learned. No, that's great. And, you know, those are some nice things to point out. And it's true that you typically do learn those things through experience, kind of getting all those hands-on uh, type of experiences. But anywho, we have to take a quick little break. So keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. So we're still with Asha and... uh, we're, we're continuing to move this conversation along. We're in the final segment. It's crazy to think that the interview went by so fast. I've been having yeah. a great time <laughs> talking to you for sure. And you're bringing up some great points. And like I said, we're learning a lot and um, also exposing Girl Talk HQ, which I highly recommend everybody to go down there and check. But Thank Asha, you. yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, besides the greatest thing that you've learned, which is just something that we talked about in that last segment, what would you say is the highlight of your career so far? Ooh, highlight of my career. Yes. Um, Ooh, if I have to pick one. Um, I I mean, it sounds cliched, but honestly starting this blog because I've worked for some really great networks and some really great people and some not so great people, but honestly starting my own project and seeing that it's become – relatively successful in a short amount of time it's so satisfying to know that oh I did this like I created it and I am capable of doing it so that's probably a highlight for me I mean it's definitely not the job that I've made the most money on but honestly I don't care because I'm so excited to wake up every day and write an article and blog or to meet with people to or to be part of something that is you know that stems from Girl Talk HQ and so yeah, I, I would definitely encourage other people out there. If you have the idea and the, if you want to start something, please do it because the worst that can happen is it doesn't work out and you go to plan B. You know, I definitely encourage people to just step out and see what happens. So 
yeah, starting starting Girl Talk HQ would be the highlight. No, that's a great thing, and I totally believe you. Actually, it was funny enough. I think this was about a week ago. Somebody came up to me. Um, they were also in the broadcasting field, and of course, I like to ask people their advice on it because I want to go into that as well for right. my career. And she was saying, you know, I didn't want to take that traditional route. I didn't want to work for the news stations. I didn't want to work for the you know radio talk shows or whatever. I wanted to start my own network, and so she right. just rolled with it and did with it. She's like, sure, maybe I had to backtrack slightly a little bit because you know it's a big thing to come into it's a lot of work it takes a lot of willpower and uh, sacrifice but hey she did it and just like you you know you wanted to start this blog and then you did it and then now it's you know coming together in the end and that's always a great thing a great feeling yeah and I feel like our generation uh, is you know my generation and the younger generation Mm -hmm. are more open to the idea of creating something yourself because of the internet like I said before it's become a great equalizer And, you know, when we look at our parents and our grandparents, it's a little bit hard for them to, even when I talk to my parents, it's hard for them to wrap their minds around, I created something and I'm making money off it, but not in the traditional way. And But I think that's really cool that a new generation is coming up and we're forging new paths and we're creating different opportunities um, so that we don't have to be limited to the traditional ways of making money or having a career and all that stuff. So it's really interesting to me. Absolutely. And what would you say is the most challenging part of your career? Now that we covered the highlight, I'm kind of curious, you know, to see the other point of things because there are bumps in the road. I'm not going to lie. You know, people always say that there are obstacles along the way, but it's not something that you can't overcome. It's just you have to adjust a little bit. Yeah, the biggest obstacle, well, the biggest challenge, ongoing challenge for me is how do I increase my readership? How do Mm -hmm. I increase my reach? What things could I implement on my site? That could make it better or, you know, just always growing. I always want to be in a position of growing and moving on to the next thing. I don't ever want to be plateauing or just comfortably moving along. I always want to be growing and making sure that, you know, my audience grows with me. And the other thing that, I, that has been a big challenge is how to deal with negativity. Thankfully, I've been lucky and I haven't had a lot. But every now and then, you know, you get a troll or two on Twitter or Facebook or even on YouTube. There's a, there's a lot of them on YouTube. And at first I would take it really personally and I would, I would think, oh my gosh, maybe I should stop vlogging or maybe I should stop doing this. And I thought, no, this is ridiculous. You know, if people want to have an opinion, they should be allowed to. That shouldn't stop me from doing what I'm doing because the positive feedback I'm getting is more than, you know, the few negative things. And even a couple, I've even had a couple of emails that I've just had to learn okay, is this worth paying attention to? Is mm-hmm. it worth responding to? Or is it just about ignoring it, possibly blocking that person and moving on? And so I've definitely learned that, uh, you know, where to draw the line, but, you know, when it comes to negativity. Is this constructive criticism? Is this just plain out, plain, you know, be people just being plain out nasty and bullying? Or is it something to respond to? And that's probably been the biggest challenge, but I've learned not to take it personally and just learned that when you put something out there publicly, Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you've experienced this too. When you put something out there publicly, you're opening up yourself to yes. different types of opinions and criticism. <laughs> For sure. And it can be hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. People say, you know what? I don't think you should do it like this. If you did this, it would be better. And, you know, it's easy to go, oh, well, you have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, <laughs> you back up. But, at, at, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you've got to look at the bigger picture. It's, mm-hmm. I, I always tell myself to take 30 seconds or sleep on it overnight before responding or saying anything. You know, take a just chill out for a little bit, sit back, look at the bigger picture. Is this worth worrying about? Is it going to take all my positive energy that I could be using into putting on my blog 
or is it, you know, should I just ignore it? So that's, that's another challenge that I've had. Absolutely. Well, it's been so great talking to you, Asha. And thank you, also, you too. Absolutely. It's just a pleasure to have you and to also, you know, talk about Girl Talk HQ. And there's no doubt we're going to be following up with it. So, you know, if you ever want to come on the show again, definitely let me know. But yes, uh, I will. Yeah. For the time being, how can others find out more about you and check out Girl Talk HQ, possibly donate? I know you had a little section on there too to, you know, keep things moving. Uh, yeah. Yes. Tell us about that. Yeah, so you can check us out at girltalkhq.com. Uh, we have a little donate section on there. Just if people want to support what we're doing, we're totally open to that, and it's totally voluntary. We don't make people do that at all. Um, we're on Twitter, just at girltalkhq. I'm also on Twitter. My personal account is at Asha Dyer, A-S-H-A-D-A-H-Y-A, or just find Girl Talk HQ. That's, that's the easiest one. Uh, we're on Instagram, at girltalkhq, YouTube, um, it's just youtube.com forward slash girl talk HQ and Facebook is just facebook.com forward slash girl talk HQ. So it's pretty easy if you search yes. girl talk HQ in one <laughs> word, you'll be able to find us. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Asha. I appreciate it once again. Thank you so much, Maddie Rose. Absolutely. All right. Well, with that being said, you know what it's going to be the featured song of the week. So here it is. I've been waiting on the sunset, bills on my mindset, I can't deny they're getting high, higher than my income, income's breadcrumbs, I've been trying to survive, the glow that the sun gets right around sunset, helps me realize that this is just a journey, drop your worries, you are gonna turn out fine, oh, you turn out fine, fine, oh, you turn out fine. But you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey. You gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey. I know it's hard, no, it's hard to remember sometimes. But you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey, 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 hey. I got my hands in my pockets, kicking these rocks. It's kinda hard to watch this life go by. I'm buying in the skeptics, skeptics mess with the confidence in my eyes. I'm seeing all the angles, thoughts get tangled. I start to compromise my life and my purpose. Is it all worth it? Am I gonna turn out fine? Oh, you turn out fine. Fine, oh, you turn out fine. But you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey. Circling around again, it comes around again. I said only rainbows after rain. The sun will always come again, and it's a circle. Circling around again, it comes around, but you gotta keep your head up. Oh, and you can let your head down. Hey, you gotta keep your head up. Oh, and you can let your head down.
so much for listening to The Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. This show has been produced by Kidstar on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Their Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Whale Shark. from the Kidstar album of the month.